Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. I think 
rich people, rich people. Good morning uh, for me to, uh, to starting with that my monologue with complaining. <laughs> with complaining. Uh, but I thought about this, so it has gone. 904 here in the praise. Um, should be 18 hours in, uh, in Zambia. And they are 18, uh, 1104 in North Carolina. Uh, wherever you are, this is Zambia Block Talk Radio. My name is uh, Roger Charlie here in uh, Okotox, Alberta, Canada. Uh, Dr. Patrick, welcome. Dr. Patrick, I can't have no son. I can't have no win, no win, no son. Yeah, like I promised uh, Nathan, uh, let me apologize again for uh, giving an exam to our. Um, I think we'll start right away because I've got so much stuff to talk about. But I, I, I need this one to go. I need this one hopefully to go out the, of my chest. But go ahead, Doctor Pat. Hopefully, the exam is is covering or including what our brother just spoke about because I have so much to to add on to to oh, our brother go ahead. and his program. Go, 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 mm-hmm. go ahead. Go ahead, Doctor okay, Pat. Okay. Before I, I start my. Okay. Yeah. The, the first thing in engaging in, into one's own enterprise or business, you must have a person like Gilbert. You mm-hmm. need a consultant, an expert like Gilbert, on how to invest. And then you need an expert such as Dr. Patrick on how to regulate those products to make sure they meet regulatory standards. That's the two things. I like that. Um, I, I I love the the breakout that Brother Gilbert gave us. Uh, speaking of the gold value chain, uh-huh. and he spoke about where it's popular. That's the first thing if you're going to engage in an enterprise. You want to know where it can be sold. And he mentioned uh-huh. Zambia, Saudi Arabia, and I think the most Bongo. important decide. Yes, yes. That's the most important because it's right next door, the Congo. And then he he asked us to uh, think about how we want to want it packaged. Do you want the product to be live, processed, or a packaging um, procedure, you know, chunks of meat, whole meat? So that's outstanding and it gets you thinking about your business. Uh, the producer of uh, being a producer of the breeding stock. He talked about an enterprise of breeding stocks itself, uh, herdsmen, ship, uh, slaughterhouses, um, processors, such as the processor of sausage, bologna, and other type of um, um, products. He mentioned that you have to have equipment to process and package these products. Mm-hmm. What he didn't mention, which I want you all to think about when you're talking about processing in creating an industry and manufacturing, is you have to have suitable electricity. It's important to have this. You have to have your own electricity 
or you have to be in a position to purchase electricity, but you can't manufacture without having a electrical or electricity system engaged. Um, let's see. He had mentioned about the incubators. First thing you must realize and understand and appreciate is the child that you're going to send to the incubators must be engaged. They must want to do it. And you must, they must be convinced that it's going to make them money. And the money that they're going to make will be competitive in the field in which they've studied for. So, if the feeling which they are trained in, whether it be computers, whether it be accounting, whether it be business management, the incubator site must make more money than that child can make in their academic training systems. And then, <clears throat> and Roger will love, love this, he mentioned ambassadors. Uh, to create money for their countries. That's what ambassadors do. And what is the best location to meet people, the money people of businesses and ambassadors who can negotiate businesses with you in the United Nations, which is in the business capital of the world, New York. Uh, one more thing is uh, he mentioned China grew from poverty to a major, a major economy, uh -huh. China could not have done it without the partnership of their government. So we have to think about how we can better utilize the government of Zambia in order to build your, your enterprises. You must engage <laughs> them in some way or the other. That, that's a must. Without them, uh, you can't get your, your machine to move. Yeah, you need their lubrication, and that's that's what I have for now. I I, I, I yeah. enjoyed uh, our brother's presentation. I, I like I like that. It. Thanks for bringing him on. I like that. Um, <laughs> uh, but like I said, we're not here. Uh, but th this is why you tell us whether we like we like it or not. Uh, we have to find a way uh, of working with uh, with government. Uh, that is uh, that is that is very very true. Um, actually, now we come to the to the exam, Doctor Patia. Uh, Nathan, are you ready, Nathan? Mm -hmm. So I'm asking Doctor Pat over the last f uh, twelve years here uh, if he can remember his his most uh, talked about lines is given us and I, and I even wrote them down and I'll tell him why Dr. Pat are you able to remember your most frequent lines here on this radio it's quite a few one of them is follow the money For, ah um, stop right there stop Dr. Pat <laughs> right there <laughs> <laughs> oh man you, you, you can't beat the master that's that you can't be mm. the master. You can't. I know, right? Dr. Pat, I, I wish I could scan this and just show you. It's right on top. 
follow the money. <laughs> oh, Dr. Pat, you, 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 you really doubt it. Okay. One of the things, uh, the other ones uh, I put on there, he has emphasized on the business plan. Dr. Pat has always talked about uh, the business uh, plan. He has always pushed us nothing to mix the good and the bad. Don't just uh, say, oh, this is bad, this is this, this is bad. Dr. Pat has always pushed us to uh, uh, mix the good and uh, and uh, bad. Uh, he's been strong on the districts, the one-pager. Yeah. He's been very strong mm-hmm. on there, uh, although Nathan and I have gone to, to sleep. But on full of the money, Dr. Pat, on this one, uh, it's a quick story. Uh, I saw yesterday how China, uh, welcome, Dr. Kasonso, Brother Warren, you have some explaining to do where you've been. I'll open your, 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 your mic. We, are, we haven't had him. Is it two weeks, nothing, Brother Warren? He's been missing in action. Two months. Two months? No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't show up last week. I didn't show up last week. I, I was. Uh, yeah. Oh, but it looks like two went months to, the, to us. He went, it looks like two he went to the White House. <laughs> Good to have you, brother. Good to have you, brother. Good to uh, have you, sir. Um, okay. Yeah, Doctor Casonso. Uh, good to have you. Vayama. Yeah, yeah. Vayama. also was missing last week, uh, so he has uh, some explaining, uh, explaining to uh, to do. So we have uh, quite a number, number of stories. A lot of stories we are going to uh, to, to to follow here. Um, one of them is we are examining uh, this guy, Paul Kangame. In uh, in Rwanda, he is the old one out. Uh, people may call him dictator, this and that. He is the old one out. Nathan, I was asking myself, why can't I be like this guy? Focused. He wants to do something, and he's focused. Look at a little country. Mm. What 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 they are doing? So I have a question. I have a question there. I have a question to ask. Um. Uh, the young lady, I asked some questions uh, last week. Uh, uh, Brother Warren, you were not here. Uh, Amanda, I've got a question there. There's there something he says, quiet is not always peace. I'm taking this uh, question now back mm-hmm. to home, Nathan. Back to home, uh, where there is a lot of crime. Uh, people are, are quiet. Uh, back in, 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 in Africa. Uh, people, people are crying, and little Amanda is saying, "Don't think because people are quiet, and therefore we have we have peace." That's what the, the little girl uh, was uh, saying. We have to touch on COVID uh, Zambia, uh, like we talked about. Uh, uh, someone said here, um, Zambians, uh, uh, it's business like normal. Uh, I wanted to disagree with Brother Gilbert. Our people have really, really died in the past year, uh, few weeks. So we, we just want to push a little bit there. The Tunisians who started, um, uh, what did they call, Arab Spring, they are back in the street. What is causing uh, that, uh, that problem? Uh, Brother Patrick is not here. Remember when we were saying Democrats should go and vote? He said... Uh, why should I go and vote? 
happened. We were trying to fight with him, Nathan. Remember? We were trying to fight yeah. with him. Brother Warren, you were here. We were fighting right. with him. Right. Well, uh, what did Biden do? Uh, one of the uh, executive orders. He just signed an executive order to stop the use of private prisons. We talked about mm-hmm. it, if you remember, right here on this radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things we demanded was uh, they, they stop the use of private prisons because you cannot privatize such a thing. That's why you go looking for black people to lock up. And guess right. what? Right. They listened. <laughs> they listened and decided an executive order. So I wanted to tell Brother Patrick, elections, they matter. Elections matter. It's not the point, uh, Roger. Let me cut you the the point that I I wanted to make here, and uh, you remember me saying this to Dr. Patrick. I think even to Mr. Warren, I said I mentioned this. I said I really hope that Biden and his team don't go to sleep on the wheel. You remember me saying that? Mm-hmm. I am so glad that he has taken off like a jet fighter. I'll use I know. that word. I know, I know, I know. No, Dr. Patrick, it's important because yeah. uh, historically, and you see, this is what hurt Obama's administration because yes. he wanted to play I, I game with the Republicans. from there. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, he did. So. He did learn a mm. lesson from that. I uh, am so glad Biden has taken off like a fighter jet. And it's important. He just need. I don't care whether he, sound, he signs a thousand the executive orders, but of course, they will be pushing some things through the through Congress and the Senate mm-hmm. to make them whatever happen. I am. I just wanted to say, Roger, and to the statement I made to Dr. Patrick and Mr. Warren, I'm so glad Biden has taken off like a fighter jet. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is a. It is very, um, uh, we are all pleased, let me say. We are all pleased. I saw uh, yesterday he has put the National Guard, they, they, are, they are giving needles to people. You know, I said, this is what I'm talking about. The other guy would have just been making noise, make noise here, make Twitter this here. But this is now awake. We, we, like, we, we like that. But those are, are some of the stories. The first story, Dr. Pat, about following the money. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Patrick, you made me so happy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Follow the money. Uh, it is a case in China, uh, Dr. Patrick, Dr. Kasonso, Brother Warren, uh, how the Chinese leader and the Communist Party are going uh, after the private companies, uh, private individuals especially, uh, those who are running businesses. Um, apparently, uh, the Jack Ma of this world, uh, mm. in China, if you, um, you express yourself like you are blaming the Xi, rich President Xi, uh, they will come after you. Apparently, what is happening, Dr. Pat, is that a lot of people with businesses, you know, when the government passes a law which affects them or something bad happens, um, coronavirus, Nathan, when coronavirus uh, first came, there was a businessman mm-hmm. who, who blamed it on Xi's response. And that man has been missing. 
up to now. So question to Dr. Pat is when people start to become wealthy private individuals in China, those with 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 money the question is as you as you read uh, follow the money can are we going to see a liberated China very soon or you crack down on the businesses and China will cl will crumble down what what is your view? That was your question, Dr. Pat. It was uh, only you could uh, who said follow the money. Uh, is, is, is he going to fight the, 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 the business people um, or somebody else? But I like the, the follow the money. Um, and even this uh, Amanda Gale, uh, Nathan, if you remember in the poem, she says, democracy mm -hmm. can only be delayed. You cannot stop it. So I was reading uh, uh, this article, how President Xi, Dr. Kasonso, is going after businesses because he is so scared. Uh, these people are becoming free to talk because they have they've got money. Just a comment on that. Either Kasonso or Brother Warren or whoever or Dr. Pat is the owner who follow the money. So when I read yes. that article, Dr. Pat, I was like, oh, this is what Dr. Patrick says, follow the money. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. you have to know that uh, the government of China uh, has the money, and uh, the extraction system is the money as far as the country is concerned. <laughs> so what I think is based on the system of government that they've developed in the in the China uh, the, the, the system of government is almost impenetrable uh, by dissidents talk where even uh, trying to bring that entire system down and trying to rip the country apart so China can easily splinter into many nations. There are different versions of China, and there are different uh, core languages in different regions. So if you bring, for example, if we bring down the government, in, if they, they, there's an attempt to bring down the government of China, in whose interest, really? Because that system of government suits their culture and fix their way of doing things, and put that majestic institution called China together. And for them to experiment into something else that hasn't been part of their culture, their history, I don't think it's a necessary move. Can they improve on human rights? Yes, they should. Can they improve on practices and business and include... Why, why do you think Tivakas also is the Chinese government scared of the private sector? I think that's a question I wanted to ask. Why are they scared of the private sector? Uh, because, those who are my friends because, on Facebook, you can go to my wall. I, I posted the, uh, the article there. there. Because there are no alternatives, and those are the ones that hold economic power, the private sector, the companies. So those can easily 
push for adjustment to improve the Chinese system. But it's not one that you can individualize. There has to be a conglomerate. So that is the only alternative force other than the government is are the corporations, the multilateral corporations that are in every major city and that are also having partnerships and collaborations abroad. So because of their political structure and the way the government is streamlined, that is the alternative group. Okay. Brother Warren, your, your thoughts on, on, on this one? Uh, who wins at the end of the day? Uh, I don't know if it is going to be in our time or as we go in the future. Will it be the business which delivers China to freedom? Or who wins, uh, Brother Warren? Well, I'm 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 gonna say this as a a, a, a pan African is my codified response would normally be that I wouldn't uh, be concerned with China's uh, internal rumblings because of China's attitude towards Africans. I would see that as the most important thing. However, mm-hmm. I will say that China knows how the West works. That it is the private sector that controls the governments. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I suspect I suspect that the Chinese political structure rooted in the party is concerned that you will have a situation where these wealthy people can buy off individual politicians within the party and then have those people advocating certain policies as is done in the West. In the United States, the mm. power is in the private sector, not the elected officials. In fact, the president of the United States is basically an overseer of the estate of the wealthy class in the United States. So mm-hmm. we that, that's another story, but we have to understand that. There are two books I recommend to understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is a sociologist. He's retired from University of California. His book has gone into seven editions. It's used as a textbook in graduate programs in sociology. It's called Who Rules America? I recommend you all. His name is G. William Domhoff, Who Rules America? And another book is Democracy for the Few. And uh, you will get a, a, a real understanding of how America works, what drives America. So I think China is concerned that uh, that model could be implemented, therefore uh, buying people off, because politicians are bought off. Politicians, sure. individual politicians in the United States do not have the money for their campaigns. So you have to go to people for money for your campaign, particularly a, a campaign like a Senate seat in particular. You, you have to be in good graces with the money establishment. So that's probably what China is probably what they're concerned about that model. Who, who wins at the end of the day, you think? Well, I think that uh, if the society is designed for the few to have their way, the few privileged people, the, the few wealthy people, then uh, uh, the people don't win. So sure. it, it's the concept, the concept of these parties, the Communist Party, in, in theory, is that it's the people own, the people own the nation. 
the people own the resources in the nation, not individual wealthy people. So the oil of a nation, why should individual companies control the oil when that belongs to everybody? The air, you know, so on and so forth. So if private people become the ruling class in a society, the people lose. The people lose. Mm, mm. Oh, so no one, no one, no one wins, I guess. But the, anyway, I, I brought. Uh, I, I was thinking in terms now of uh, Africa, where our politicians easily, uh, you, you know, our our own country, our government, uh, they are the only ones with money. Uh, there are very, very, very few people you could count who are wealthy and challenge government, uh, like the ones who are coming up in China today. So uh, my thought was, uh, it is uh, probably time, and uh, as we were talking about business, um, let's not just talk about politics. Let's go quietly underground. Begin to push a little bit more people to come out of poverty. That way people can speak uh, their, uh, their, their, their minds. Okay, let's go very, very quickly to... Let's go to um, Rwanda. In Rwanda here, Nathan, uh, we've got this question of Pokangame. Pokangame, um, uh, Nathan, they are exporting uh, vegetables to to Europe. They are getting substantial mm-hmm. amounts of money uh, coming from uh, vegetables, uh, fish. Which you, you remember, we were talking, you and I. Uh, why Zambia? Uh, you said Dingaifwe, meaning what about us? Uh, they are producing fish, which they are sending to Belgium, to Congo, to Tanzania. They are exporting. Uh, they are exporting their fish. Uh, it is a, just a well organized country, all around one individual. One individual. The entire Africa, we could say, uh, the, the boy is up there. Say that again. Well, I want to say something about Paul Kagame. Okay. The challenge I want to put is to all of us, okay. uh, before you come in, is to all of us. Um... Why can't we be like Paul Kangame? Meaning, in whatever little thing we are doing, we lead like like this boy. Yeah, he has he has power. But there is a way we can frame our agenda, Nathan, to be um, stellar focused and achieve what you want to achieve. There is just no way the entire continent, we can just have one individual. Go ahead, whoever wants to go ahead. Roger, Uh, Mm -hmm. let me just comment on uh, the export of vegetables to to Europe. We in Zambia have done that before. I have personal experience from my family, which I I can't mention names here, who working for a businessman called Emmanuel Kasonde. They would, uh, 
export vegetables in the Second Republic to Europe. So, but particularly we have to focus on Zambia. That advent of closing all the government, uh, more than 100 companies in Zambia, and throwing everybody on the street and deciding that let's just now be eating whatever South Africa makes. <clears throat> that was the most, most scandalous and most stupid public policy that we've ever had since independence. Uh, and what we need in the Zambia is to begin to reconstruct those types of industries and then we can let them focus on a few to export goods to countries that we are doing business with. That is what we need to do. So, but in, if you look at the last 10 years, the focus has been to bring development. And that conversation brings development in Zambia. Somebody needs to knock it out of them people's mouth. <laughs> yeah, no. The concept of bringing development is to make the country of Zambia look like other countries that they visit based on buildings and structures and construction. So they go and they borrow the nation in debt to bring development. Bringing development is not what Zambia needs. What Zambia needed was to develop the country. To develop the country means you go into industry and build the nation's capacity to make products that can find markets in the regional and global economy. So to me, I don't even need to look at Pokagame. I need to do what um, a researcher from Drew University called the ancient future methodology. The ancient future methodology is going back in the past to see what worked and what failed, and then pushing some of those foundations to be the strategy for the future to improve on what failed. So Zambia, we did it. We can do it again. But we need to have proper leadership proper leadership that can be able to reorganize the country. Because from where well, we are right we are seen like an auction state. So even Rwanda <laughs> does not even have a right to be uh, an example to us as Zambia. Zambia no. was an example, and that's where, why all the people from those countries were running to Zambia. We have just mm -hmm. lost direction. We need to revisit our foundation. Okay. So when you say proper leadership, actually that's where the, the question is. Uh, go ahead, brother, uh, uh, brother Warren. Um, the, the question we pose is, why can't we be like Paul Kagame? Uh, by that, that's a, a metaphoric question. I'm not saying okay. people should be like uh, Paul okay. Kagame. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, yeah, I'm very familiar with uh, Rwanda's. Uh, shining star at this point as a shining star in Africa. But you know, my father's mother, my grandmother, she was from a place called Santiago, Cuba. She came to New Orleans in the 1920s and she used to always say to us in Spanish, todo lo que reluce no es oro, which means all that glitters is not gold. Now, yeah. Paul Kagame has good relationship with the Western powers. But what in the world is happening in the Eastern Congo? Oh, my Lord. Paul Kagame, Yoweri Museveni, we know from intelligence that uh, they have been backing militia groups invading Eastern Congo. The multinational corporations, 
that are extracting the natural and mineral resources of the eastern Congo, uh, from my understanding, is partially as a result of Paul Kagame's backing of militia groups uh, to to secure that theft that's going on, number one. Number yeah. two, there's a crackdown on human rights in Rwanda. Many people, in fact, the guy, if you remember the movie Hotel Rwanda, that mm-hmm. Don, Cheatley, Don Cheatley played that character, well, that guy is under arrest now. That guy is under arrest in Rwanda. I don't really understand all of the accusations, allegations against him, but the guy who's a hero, <laughs> you know, uh, that a movie was made out of is now under arrest. So we have to really uh, look at Paul Kagame's relationships in Central Africa and with the Western powers. So I, 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 I like I said, I, Rwanda, from what I've seen, is a beautiful country. There's a lot of examples to be set, but sometimes that stuff comes with a cost. They call that blood money or something like that. I think they call it. And so we, we just have to, uh, can, can we be, can, can African nations be on a trajectory of development without bad alliances, without hurting neighboring African countries, without hurting the people within their own borders? That, I think that should be the question we look at. Can African nations be on a trajectory of development, and eliminate poverty without creating new problems in Roger, the region and uh, in their country. Uh, I'm, I'm happy, Roger, the yeah. angle you, you brought. I'm, I'm very happy, yeah. and uh, we'll talk about it. I've written it here. Yeah. Human rights, uh, Eastern, Eastern Rwanda, uh, the relationship with uh, the West. But, Chad, go ahead. Now, yeah, well, two things. Chad, Number one... Yeah. Number one, uh, whereas I agree with a lot of what Akasonso said, there are, there are some things I don't agree with because, um, first of all, there's no policy that Zambia should import uh, agriculture. They, 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 I can assure you they don't have a written policy like that. They haven't had a policy around it. That's why we are scampering and just getting from South Africa because the South African business are taking advantage and some government officials being oiled. You know, no. uh, our Zambia's problem... There's a policy. There's a policy that no, no. There's a yeah, but but that doesn't state that Zambia should not grow its own crops. You can only import from South Africa. That's not a policy. The the trouble is that our people there's a disconnect between our technocrats and the politicians. There is way too much power and decision making in the hands of the politicians. No matter who you put there, if you don't stem the power of those politicians, we're going to be running around in circles. There's a lot of experts in Zambia. That's why, Roger, I agree. For a minute, maybe we, not that we forget about the politicians. We keep putting pressure on them, but we also put equal, if not more, pressure on getting Zambians to own business and become truly economically empowered. Uh, you, can't, you can't ignore one of them, either one of them. And then but secondly, that, let, well, let me just can, answer this. Then, um, yeah. And then uh, when it comes to Rwanda and Kagame, the trouble is this with Africa. America has got one one standard of human rights activity for the Americans and their Western friends, and they have a different set of standards for the Africans. 
what the West does to Africa is far worse than what Kagema is doing to any of the Africans. When you find a, a country like uh, Senegal had to keep giving its money for years to, to, to France, and then you have to go and get permission to use your own money. So um, the trouble is that when the West points out the wrongdoings of Africans, Africans are beginning to say, look at yourself. Look at all these countries where you have gone and you have caused havoc. You know, and on the other hand, China is saying, forget what the West is saying. We're going to take care of you. So it, it's a whole different story. <laughs> if it was in football, uh, those penalties, they cancel themselves, uh, Brother Warren. They cancel themselves, uh, yes. There's something very important here that Vitaly has said. Um, it is um, uh, that, that we should correct, because it is a matter of policy that the government allows into the country products that are superior to your product to compete with your product. Business, in business there is competition. So what, what, what necessarily, the, when they open the borders, liberalization, that's a government policy. It's not the issue of the Zambians. And then those superior quality products begin to come in, the productive capacity of the local industries is completely killed, and that's exactly what happened in the case of Zambia. Exactly. So if, if the Zambian government did uh, put liberal policies on specific products and then benchmark their local industries against those in the sub-region, then they could have... And they probably, if we ever create industries, they should allow our local products to command leadership on our local market through producing high-quality goods, high-quality products, but a good price. So mm, it yeah. is a government policy, and it's a responsibility of those in leadership in, in government. We are not even putting pressure on them. We're just recognizing their failure. Yeah. And yeah. in the absence well, of that, we, we don't have a way to develop those industries because in the global economy, there is competition. But you cannot I agree take with you. a boy from Navoye. You cannot take a boy from Navoye uh, secondary school after winning the inter-school championship and to go and compete with Leo Messi uh, for the same crowd in Zambia. That is foolishness. So it is a government policy. And it, that policy can be curbed. Instead of sending police to go and shoot citizens at the police court, the government could send the police to the border, enact a law in parliament, and police send the police to the border, uh, send the police to the border, to guard the economy, to guard uh, the people's welfare. Yeah. Because once those goods go, once the money from the people's household to those countries, you are funding their value chain. You are funding their supply chain. So you are creating jobs in other countries, whilst your own graduates are flooding the streets. That mm. is the fault of government, and that's why we can mm. never beat this ground hard enough. Yeah. So whether no, it is, I understand, uh, I understand that. Uh, well, 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 whether whether it is politics, or it's not, uh, it is just foolishness. We could probably also call it policy. Uh, either way, it is bad. Either way, it yeah. is bad. And this is where we are saying, and, and how is it that Pokangame now is producing enough fish to export? Remember, Roger, a couple of weeks <laughs> ago. A couple of weeks ago, I made a statement saying that any economy, even the American economy, they, the government protects their agriculture. 
if their produce was sold at exact cost, they would be in <coughs> trouble. They are subsidized, and that's something that Zambians should do, and that's a policy that they should have. How do we protect, uh, not just from, because in the global economy, if you say we are not going to allow chickens from South Africa to come in, the South African government is going to come around and say, okay, we're also not going to allow this. So what the countries do is that they will say, okay, our exactly. American product, produce, exactly. they find a way of subsidizing it so that now it gives, me a, 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 gives it a competitive advantage over mm -hmm. imports. You know, so you so agree that this is a policy, right? So you agree that it's a policy? No, no, I, I took his statement at face value because it came out as if they specifically <laughs> oh, wrote and said, as for agriculture, <laughs> do not grow okay. anything in Zambia. Yeah. But no, the only ah, way, in any case, that, that is every very, nation... That's very, that is that's very close to, to the point, actually. We don't grow anything. We import bananas from Mozambique. Bananas. Yeah, yeah. What, 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 we import nothing. Uh, we import bananas from uh, from Mozambique, which come to uh, ShopRite. Does that make any sense? We import cabbages. Yeah. We we import uh, uh, sweet uh, is it potatoes? Irish potatoes. When we control forty percent and there are arable land in our in our country. Go ahead, yeah. uh, but, but, uh, Hold on, but, Hold on. I'll come back to you. Don't worry. Don't worry. Let my amulet will come in. Uh, thank you, Roger, for the opportunity. You posed the question uh, that uh, uh, Rwanda sending vegetables to uh, to Belgium. Uh, Europe now. To mm -hmm. Belgium, yeah. And, uh, I'll go quick. Uh, we have made. We, we talked about uh, Cuba one time about the Cuban uh, people. We have talked about the Rwandan people uh, how they are thriving in Zambia business wise, and uh, uh, before they get uh, the. Genocide. Yes. And uh, if you go back to Rwanda, Rwandipi, okay, you can give some credit to Gagame, but give, he does listen sometimes to uh, uh, his people. For people to have a genocide, to have a war, when they had that war, that means they're stubborn people. That means they, are, they, are, they were fighting for something. And, uh, and, uh, and Warren, Warren attacked... Uh, Talk something about uh, about uh, the uh, the Rwandese, and that's the thing we have to think about Zambia. What have happened to Zambia? And the thing that sometimes I blame about Zambia is uh, Zambia. You won't be where we are today if it wasn't for HIV, you know. And if uh, before after independence, even the, the some government they have taken some of our leaders out of that uh, that, that country, you know, living. You take, if you take a lead out, you give people no directions, you know. But Rwandi people, if we look to Rwandi people, they are, they are their leaders. And if, if you have met Rwandese people, even their women, even their men, they're very interesting people. You, 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 you will have a good conversation. So it's not only about Kagame, but the Rwandi people, the way they, the way they, they are structured, the way their culture, the culture is. Mm. It's a very good culture. It's a very strong culture. And uh, the position where they are in that uh, country, 
the Western has to look, not just the Western, but the whole world has to look there because there's some resources that the world wants for us to survive, you know. So the, 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 question, yeah, the question, Brother Warren, of, um, thank you, Vayama, so the question of human rights, we all uh, agree something has to change, although a lot of um, information we are getting from Rwanda uh, the Rwandese themselves, they say, uh, I don't know nothing what question they ask, but it's like they mock countries like Zambia when we talk about human rights. What human rights are you talking about? When, uh, for instance, in Rwanda today, uh, Brother Warren, um, okay, let me start with Zambia. Zambia, for you to have a child, uh, to have uh, some quality education, uh, today, as we speak, you need to go to a private school. In Rwanda, on the other hand, private schools are closing down because uh, government schools are much, much better than, than... So we can say all we want, Brother Warren, about, about the human rights. When, when Zambia well, well, is failing to, to educate its own people, and here is Kangame... Uh, who is going to shoot you in the head if you speak bad? But he's sending millions of kids to school. Anyway, that aside. Well, uh, Roger. Congo, you talked about Congo as well. Mm-hmm. Congo, I'm sure the Congolese themselves, they control millions of their, 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 their resources. They control it. Yes, we condemn what is happening in Eastern Congo. And this is why we are pushing on this radio. Uh, this uh, Africa continental free trade area. If that thing uh, happens, people start to to unite. I think a lot of people in the bush in Eastern Congo will be smoked, will be uh, smoked out. But three quarters, brother, brother Warren, three quarters of the minerals in Congo. Congo has the the most minerals in the world. Are controlled with the government of Congo. What is happening in Congo? Just a mess. So. To me, that's a little excuse. I can't, I can't probably buy it. But the reason I brought this uh, example here is the focus this guy has. We cannot blame it because of Eastern Congo. Nothing. Me, I refuse. Oh, human well, rights. Ma- well, ma- well, ma- I refuse. Well, what, 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 I want, what, I, what I want to say is a lot of times you are given access to European markets because you're doing a favor for them in some sort of way. And whenever you are not on their friendly list, the Western nations, they don't allow you access to the markets. I mean, when you just look at Cuba, for example, what in the world has Cuba done to be blocked out of the U.S. market? The whole policy towards Cuba is completely outdated. So the question a lot of times when we have these leaders who do, seem do to you, be in the great... Warren, do you really think the entire Africa, the Europeans, they will only accept one little country? The entire Africa, only one country? No, I, I don't understand the question. I don't understand the question. Um, when you have people, when you have people you, being promoted, you, you, the argument is uh, the they are giving favors to Rwanda. That's argument. Yeah, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. Sudan, mm-hmm. Sudan wanted to get off 
United States uh, state-sponsored terrorist countries list. They want to get off that list. They are In fact, from what I understand, Sudan had to pay. Sudan had to pay so much money to get off the list, and so they still are trying to court favors with the West, with the U.S., and so on and so forth. My point is, a lot of times when we have leaders that are paraded. Okay, Why do you think Kagame has uh, put his foot down and the country is one of the cleanest in Africa? Do you think it is the... Uh, why do you think that is the case? Why do you think uh, he has a functioning government, so to say? Uh, what? Uh, say in education, for instance, you are going to go to school in Rwanda, then you can go to school in a public school in Zambia. Uh, help us connect that. No, no, no. What, what, what the brother said about Rwanda, that not everything that glitters is gold. Is correct. That's correct. Let me, give you That's correct. Let, me give you, let me give you a practical example here. If you send your troops to back the militia and you go and steal minerals that are used to build cell phones and you sell to Samsung and other Western companies, contraband, that's, we call it contraband. Contraband is where you go and uh, appropriate uh, stuff from across the border. That doesn't belong to you. And then you get that money from there and then you grow gardens. And then the gardens make you vegetables, and then you ship them to run to to, to Europe. That that is not uh, a model to emulate. That's number one point. Number two point. Let's talk about the putting together of the nation of Rwanda post genocide. Rwanda is a product of a lot of guilt from European uh, Western countries that took their institutions and their money there. To stop because it was so unconscionable for them to learn that those people were killing each other like that, to go back to what the West Point. And then post, post that period, those institutions of Western countries are always there. Prop up the economy without any productive sector. So 10 years ago, there was a thought that how is Rwanda going to survive without aid from the West? And that's how they started this initiative to grow with vegetables, go and export them there, and use some of the revenues from their, their war incursions on the eastern of the year to, to be able to, to build something else. So for me, really, uh, you have to forgive me for being even overly unimpressed with Rwanda uh, than the brother. Rwanda is not a constructive model for Africa for two simple reasons. One, the post-genocide money means that in our countries we also have to have a genocide for the West to feel mercy on us and give us enough money to begin to build it as capital. Two, the whole thing of taking advantage of a disorganized country on the East to take their resources and sell them from there, that is even more wicked than a dictatorship at home where nobody speaks and we don't even see the future leaders emerging out of Rwanda apart from himself. There is no glory for the dictatorship. We cannot celebrate Rwanda. It's not. A, it's uncelebratable. <laughs> okay, Roger. Roger, is, Roger. Here, here's, here's my point. This is what I want to say. Okay. Uh, 
Brother Warren started with the point of saying when, it, when you raise the issue of uh, the system of government in China, and it, it made a reference to who benefits or sponsors the, the system in America where rich people control things. The reason I'm raising that point is whichever system in the world or leader you are going to look at, there are people who benefit from it or him, and there are people who suffer under that system. I have a perfect yeah. example for us. I have a perfect example for us. As far as the West was concerned, Gaddafi was a dictator, evil man, and everything else. But do you Very know well. how the economy do you know how the economy of Libya was under the under Gaddafi? The people were living good lives. They never paid tax in Gaddafi's time. But as far as the world was concerned, Gaddafi was a dictator. It's the same system. I would say on this argument, it depends who's benefiting from who is in power. Just like Mr. Warren said about the rich people in America controlling the political system. You see, in America, they call it lobbying. When it goes outside of America, what do we call it? Corruption. You see how we are very, how we change terminologies when we cross borders. Every system has got its weaknesses and its strengths. Kagame is doing something in his country. There are people benefiting from that. And we all know, we all know, it's not even rocket science. There are people who think he's a dictator, he's evil, he's corrupt, and all these things. Every leader has got people who benefit from their reign and there are people who don't benefit from their right. That's what I'm going to say on this. As far well, as I'm yeah, concerned, yeah, it's not, it's that not that we are trying to qualify Nathan to defend whatever is happening there, but the way you have rightly put it, they are asking, the people in Rwanda themselves, they are saying, who needs democracy? In Africa, there you go. The way we are living—that's the question. The, 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 them, the, 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 themselves. But it's like Asonso who is in DC and me here in Canada who thinks that country is not being uh, ruled properly. And yet, our own people cannot even uh, uh, God can't take even our children to school. Anyway, we move on, brother, brother Patrick. <laughs> where, where have you been? I had a question for you. Uh, I've been, I've been busy, but. Um... It's just very interesting to hear the conversation because we still keep coming back to the same roundabout conclusion. We have to design and build a system that works for the people. You know, so, you know, as you talk about, as you talk about what's going on in Rwanda, that's just another example of, I mean, the more we try to take models from certain places and certain, certainly there's a lot of countries in Africa that are doing some good things on some level, but overall, the more we, the more I hear the discussion week after week, it's like I don't see any other option than for us to start building a system that works for us. I mean, I, all of the arguments I hear, it all comes back around to that, right? <laughs> like, so I'm just listening, and it's very interesting. Yeah, and, and yeah. Well, and, and at some point. What we've seen this past week should be inspiring to us with with the whole, and I don't want to talk about it now, maybe next week, 
because I'm part of Wall Street Bets, right? I'm part of that Reddit group. But what we've seen this past week what happened in the stock market with GameStop and with Wall Street Bets and mm-hmm. with with these hedge funds, these billion-dollar hedge funds, could be studied because there are some very important lessons there and there's some inspirational things there that we can pick up on and help us to move forward. So okay. next week. I don't want to go to the GameStop thing. Um, I heard something about it already. I want to know about it, but I don't have a lot of time. A lot of a, a, a lot of time. When I brought up Next Kagame, week, I, 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 when week. I brought up Kagame, I still think uh, even with his uh, mistakes, he has a lot of them. For that matter, he has shown a lot of uh, uh, discipline uh, in correcting some of the simple, simple things we fail to do in in in, in Africa. Dictator he may be, like Nathan has said. Uh, some people thought Muammar Gaddafi was a, a dictator. He was this. Look at uh, the, the country today. Same is uh, 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 Iraq. Look where they've left uh, the, the country today. So I don't know. comment on that. Uh, one of the other brothers mentioned when, when you have uh, an individual, <laughs> when you have an individual being being heralded as the progressive leader of a country, but you don't see any emerging leaders in the country, that's, that's what happens point. when that person that's a good point. is taken That's down. a good point. That's yeah. a good point. That's, that mm-hmm. is a very, very good point. And probably that goes to the root of my question. Why can't we see more of Kagame? For, forget about the, the bad. Just to, uh, take out the good. The discipline he has showed. Cleaning his country. The discipline in, 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 in Rwanda, I'm told, it's the only country where meetings starts on time. I know black folk even in America, we don't start meetings on time. I don't know what's wrong with black people. We don't start meetings on, 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 on time. That's we don't. meeting starts on time. It's just not o'clock. Uh, it's the sun. Hmm? <laughs> but in Pokangame's Rwanda, whether it is uh, Kagame attending that meeting or no Kagame, every meeting you go to, government meeting, private meeting, it is on time, on the time, 8 o'clock, they start. If you are not there, you are not there. That's the kind of in the discipline he has instilled in his people. Uh, you go to no, Singapore. That, these people are uh, like you go to Singapore. It was the same. They thought that guy who died was a dictator. They thought the same. Actually, that answers Vakasoso's uh, question uh, of uh, uh, who replaces Kangame when he, when, when he died. Well, the man in Singapore is, is gone. But whatever the, the, he taught them, he has remained in the country. At one point, people thought he was a dictator in Singapore. He was a dictator. So maybe we need more of them. But what we have in Zambia, well, probably I would rather Kagame than Lungu. No, we brother have to have a Patrick, brother Patrick, your name was mentioned here when you were not here. Uh, that was uh, on. Um, uh, remember, brother Patrick, you had a question when we were saying, "Do I need to vote? Do I need to be?" We were pushing every folk to go and vote, and you said. Uh, um, it's a choice if I don't want to vote. 
but uh, one comment we brought up today it is uh, look what the voting has done one of the questions we de we dealt no. with um we dealt with was that uh, uh when brother biden comes into power we want him to stop the private prisons and uh, this week i don't know yeah this week uh, the other day was it wednesday or tuesday he signed an executive order stopping the federal government from using private prisons. So we, we hope the brother, uh, Brother uh, Patrick, uh, Brother Biden, will go a little bit further. Um, uh, even let go some of uh, the people who have uh, been in jail for, for too long, our, our brothers on, on small, 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 small charges. But it is a good start. I brought up this just to show you that elections matters. Don't tell people <laughs> have a right not so, so, have a so, right okay. not to vote. It does that, not matter. That, that, that's no, not, that, that, that's that's not what I said, Roger. Okay. What I now said was, be, the floor right. is yours. The floor right. is yours. The floor is yours. I said I said it's a right, so they can yes. vote or not vote, and that's what was fought for. There was yeah. there was no fighting in the U.S. by our ancestors to force us to vote. So that's what my point was. And as far okay. as Biden doing this little thing, how many, he just he hasn't even begun to reverse the damage that has been done by his Biden bill and that crime bill in the '90s. So I really don't want to hear about it because I know people have gotten locked up on that for small charges that did let's many keep years. Pushing, lives, let's let's keep pushing. So let's keep know, pushing. Yeah. Let's 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 keep uh, pushing. Let's not give up. But uh, like uh, Nathan oh, said, you, you, you were not here. Uh, he, according to Nathan and me, actually, he has uh, gone up like a rocket. Um, some good, uh, there's some good happening. Just like Akame, we said, not everything is bad. Uh, so there's some good, especially if we compare with, uh, with Trump. Uh, the case of uh, uh, COVID-19 in, uh, in Zambia, it doesn't seem we, we have any idea. Uh, again, there's no leadership there. Uh, our own leader, president, is busy campaigning. Uh, social distancing is uh, nothing to talk about in our country. Uh, the other day, Nathan, I was talking to a friend in Zambia. Uh, they took uh, uh, some lady to the hospital who was having difficulties by, uh, breathing. So they tested uh, the fella and they found out uh, she was um, she didn't have COVID. She was negative. Mm. So they sent her back home. Well, how do you send back home someone who can't breathe, who is having problem to breathe? You send the, you send them ba uh, back home. We hear reports of shortage of oxygen. Uh, COVID-19 is uh, an oxygen problem. Uh, so how are we running out of uh, uh, this? So we continue to push on, on this radio. Schools are opening, I think, on Monday. Schools are opening this coming uh, Monday. What preparations are in place? The whole thing in Zambia is very, very, very casual. Very casual. Very casual. So we don't know. But this is something we should not forget, Nathan, to talk about at least every day. Uh, in one form or, or another, to tell our our people. 
Yeah. I mean, like we said last time, even if you take it personal at family level, just do it. I mean, like, I'm telling you, me, I told my dad, I said, I don't even want to hear you went for a funeral somewhere. Just stay home. Whether you go there or not, you're not going to change anything. I mean, I'm not trying to yeah. sound whatever. That's just the point. I just told him, I don't want to hear you went for a funeral somewhere. Just sit home. Sometimes you just have to do that. Yeah, I, 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 I just closed my eyes when my nephew told me in Kitwe that I, I should give him money so he can go and visit his sister in Chitirawombwe. So I'm like, are you, are you not hearing what the people are saying and you just want to go and visit, you know? Sit in a bus for three hours. Our people, I don't know. But anyway, it is um, the attitude back home is lay back, like lay back, lay back, lay back. Okay, last week we talked about a lot of uh, items uh, Amanda um, uh, Gorman uh, talked about. Again, I took time to listen, and uh, uh, just to this one quote, quiet isn't always peace. And I want to take this back to, to Zambia. Uh, there was a report uh, the Minister of Home Affairs was giving Brother Charlie in, uh, in Parliament. He said Zambia was a peaceful country because of the police. That, 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 that's one statement he made. Zambia is a peaceful government, uh, country because of the police. I, I just, I, I, I just Um Amanda Goldman, <laughs> quiet isn't always peace. Quiet isn't always um, peace. Bakasoso, why don't you start? In terms of the, um, our country, uh, yes, right uh, now it seems uh, peaceful. Uh, as as always, um, because it is quiet. It is not like uh, Somalia, uh, and people think it is peaceful. But uh, little Amanda here is saying quiet isn't always peace. Relates to our situation. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, in my mother's village, in my mother's village, they had uh, equipped. Uh, that muikala patala la muinia patala rika. It means that the person who wants to live in peace must create the peace themselves. So we have to celebrate the people of Zambia uh, for the longest time that they have created their own peace. Uh, but the downside to that is that we've ended up with. Um, uh, a people group that is uh, saddled in passivity and uh, uncompetitive, uh, you know, uh, because they, that that um, redirecting of the peaceful nature into uh, being competitive in 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 industry, in in academia, uh, in sports, and in other areas has also been affected. We get peaceful results when we compete at the Africa Cup. We, could, we get peaceful results when we compete in most spheres in the world. We have a few exceptional stories here and there. Yeah, so, but I just want to say that I like that in Zambia right now. 
doesn't mean they are eternally unresponsive to a different cause. Just because the people in Zambia are quiet doesn't mean their passivity must be taken for granted. Uh, you know that uh, once in a while they do rise up, uh, especially against the government. <laughs> they do rise up. You remember how the whole, uh, all villages rose up against the Kenneth Kaunda government in 1991. Even their own presidents could not believe that the country has risen mm. up in Um and they are going to remove him. Ten years later, the same thing happened. Tiro wanted to go for a third term. Uh, his friends who wanted to have his job differed with him. But, and the country went with them. Uh, I don't know what happened for Chiruva to win an election for his friend Mwanawasa that year. But the people did not enjoy that. So <laughs> at some point, uh, they would say, let the dead dogs lie, uh, lie down, whatever. But at some point in Zambia, they rise. They rise almost to, 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 to the point where every 10 years or every uh, few decades, you know, Kaunda started experiencing the riots in the 80s and, and, and those type of things. So uh, there is only so much people can take and be quiet about that. I like and that. If you, you keep praying on the wrong direction, you keep doing the things that do not improve the common interest of the Zambian nation. The Zambian people will wake up, arise, and put you in, a, in, your, in your place. My major concern is the elements of passivity, because it's the elements of passivity that makes us go for a period of 10 years before we can realize, hey, this isn't working. You know, I keep beating this drum, but let me, let me go back to the current administration. If it's a father with grown children in the house who goes and borrows for constructions all the money that is in the house, that father would be thrown out and the, the children would take the mother. But what we have in Zambia is a government that has borrowed all against, almost against anything that the country can produce to put constructions around in certain places good, in certain places mediocre, and that's what they have to show that they have brought development to the people. That will regenerate a reaction from the people sooner than later. Than later. What I can brother Warren, g give us the uh, American perspective, Brother Charlie. You prepare again. Uh, think in the Zambian term. Um, Government today is being run one-sided. Only one side of people are involved in government, and others are quiet. Should we consider that as peace? Brother uh, Chai, start thinking about that. But don't worry. Quiet isn't always uh, peace in the American context. Uh, what say you? Yeah, I mean, uh, that, 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 that's a true observation. Quiet isn't always peace. Quiet a lot of times could be, uh, you know, people preparing and planning for some for some next action, you know. Could be deadly. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's an expression called the quiet before the storm. See, that's, that's another expression, oh, I the like quiet that. before the storm. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Are you able to give us uh, a, a scenario where you think 
um, uh, people may be uh, may, may be may be quiet. Uh, that, that does not necessarily mean uh, they they are peaceful. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We we had uh, the Donald Trump administration storm the uh, storm the Capitol. Uh, we the, the, the majority of the people were just uh, uh, quiet. Uh, they didn't uh, uh, re re react to uh, to that. Does that mean the American people are peaceful? They could not react, or um, that was a warning to those people from Amanda Diamond to say. Uh, something could, something very bad could happen. I'll, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example, by the way. Uh, the, the stats I had yesterday. Uh, North Carolina, 10,000 people have moved away from the Republican Party because of what happened. Yeah, just because a few individuals were making so much noise with Trump does not necessarily mean, uh, that's just me rambling around. But I wanted to hear more about this uh, it was deep uh and a lot of people are, are going into that poem uh, they are dissecting it they are thinking uh what the young lady did uh, i don't think we are doing any justice to it let's go to i want to i want to speak to to what uh was being discussed here basically Everything that occurred on the 6th of January, uh, yeah, that was the 6th of January, is still being dissected. It is very clear you have, you have a sore spot among people who identified themselves as Trump supporters. And there's a lot of reasons why this I guess you can say half of the country, I guess, were Trump supporters. And in order to really get a better appreciation of that, one has to understand the historical, political, and social development of United States history to kind of get a, a, a grasp on what is that actual feeling that Trump supporters are holding, okay, and basically, I'm going to say this quickly and then let the other person speak. You have a sentiment among this population that believes that America is a white man's project and that other people should be kept in their place in the hierarchy. Trump articulated in so many different coded language support for that idea because you see now they can't come out and be very open about their uh, attitudes as they were, let's say, going from the 60s all the way back. So what it has happened is a lot of this sentiment has been hidden in other terms. Terms like conservative, terms like, uh, you know, being a Christian, terms like uh, left government and all of this kind of stuff are basically coded language to say, you know, this is for white people. So that is so the other people who don't participate in that aspect of the politics 
It doesn't mean they're not racist. It's just that they're saying, hey, we can't do it that way anymore. So you have two ideological forces warring against each other. One wants to maintain dominance the old way. Another group is saying we have to be more sophisticated how we do it. And that's Mm. what you have going to war with each other. You have two different views on how to maintain white supremacy. So let me say this real clearly. The side, let's say Biden's side, let's let's use that for all lack of a better purposes, the, the liberal Democrat side, they're saying we have to show more diversity. We have to include more people of color. We have to include more gays and lesbians. But it doesn't mean that they're suggesting that white people take a step backwards. They're just saying we have to make it look different, whereby the Trump side is saying we have to show these other people that this is a white man's project and everybody get back. And that's, that's, that's kind of the challenge that's going on right now. And there's no sign that this stuff is, is letting loose. They're still talking about threats. On 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 the congressperson, the interim police chief of the Capitol Police okay. has even suggested that they build permanent fencing around the Capitol. They caught a they caught a white guy the other day with some ammunition with a list of people to kill. So somebody's gonna somebody's gonna kill somebody. I'm gonna let you all know that now. Somebody's gonna be a martyr and they're gonna be successful because that's what they're looking to do. Okay, Brother Warren, um, since I've got only seven minutes to go, uh, please make your point like one minute, one minute, 30 seconds. Uh, that way okay, we, we, we go to the tip. Very quickly, uh, uh, Brother Patrick, uh, and then Brother Chad, to the question I, I posed for Zambia. Okay, give me a minute, too. Go ahead, Brother Patrick. Oh. Brother Patrick, have you changed your mind? Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, 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 I'm here. Well, oh, you wanted to jump in? No. Uh, so you allowed to? No, 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 no. That's I, okay. I, I'm good. Because, yeah, because I'm good. I've run out of time. That's okay. That's okay. okay. Yeah, we're uh, Richard, uh, this yeah. question is really uh, uh, it hit me uh, when I go to uh, to Zambia. Uh, mm-hmm. Our, our government, especially today, how a certain section of the country is not participating. And I'll tell you my section there uh, from Northwestern, where a lot of two, two-thirds of the resources coming from is not on the table. The people are yeah. quiet. People are quiet. Does that mean there is peace? No, it it um, definitely it doesn't mean that there is peace. You know, uh, one way in which dictators thrive is because they give people just enough for them not to go on the streets and riot, but not more than that. But when it comes down to Zambia, um, you know, to a certain demographic, the PF is doing what they want to see, because as much as we can scream, you are doing nothing. Lungu goes and stands by the flyover bridge, which we agree that it is a wrong project. You just stand there and say, well, I'm doing nothing. Is this nothing? And the people there, some of them, 
he only needs half the population to, to agree with him in a democracy, and he's, uh, he's in office. But there are several things. People watch the fire trucks. One million dollar for a fire truck. We are quiet. Exactly. It doesn't mean that. Exactly. Exactly. That's There's land, ref- la- land being taken by foreigners. It doesn't mean that there is peace. Uh, you know, the, the Chinese even selling Amataba on the roadside. Those things, and uh, we can, the list can go on and on. You mm. know, um, mm. it does not mean that there is necessarily there is peace. But <coughs> my argument, uh, one thing that we can learn from the from living in America, for instance. Things that happen in, in my development, for instance, in the neighborhood where we live, is controlled and the people living right there on those streets around me. We have a voice to say, yeah, you can cut down that tree, you can't cut down that tree. You know, but um, in our situation, everything has to go to Lusaka and, uh, before it can be dictated to. That's why you find that you have lopsided uh, development. Where the money is coming from, there's nobody there who can make decisions. But can you imagine if the provinces had enough power, economic power, to even uh, raise taxes, decide a certain portion of the taxes they keep within the province, decide what they do with it, and decide their elections. That's the only way you have that. You know, but if everything comes to the central government, all the Lungu does is, okay, where is the heaviest population? The heaviest population is Chawama. I'll make sure I build the road in Chawama so that I get those 50,000 votes. Where is the next highest population? Oh, it's in a whatever place. And that's how they do it. I, Regardless of I, whether you are the one who's I like the solution, uh, you, you, have, you have given. Uh, we, we've talked about this, Nathan, uh, on this radio for, forever, uh, how the provinces and the other parts should have. Let's not just end on saying uh, quiet is uh, not peace and, and end no. there. I think you've provided the, the solution. Begin to share power. Don't yeah. think in Zambia you we are it is a peaceful country. Nothing can happen. Begin to share power, Mr. Lungu, or whoever is going to be in government. This is what happened even in Rwanda. Uh, one section of the people were not participating. At the end of the day, we saw what happened. So in Zambia or any other African country, when you see the people are peaceful and yet you know you are doing wrong, we are saying begin to share power. That is our show, everyone. Have a good weekend. Um, I, I don't think, Nathan, we are still, Brother, Brother Patrick here, uh, Dr. Patrick, we still have answered the question of organizing 2. Point, uh, was it 2.8 billion uh, Africans? Uh, we've taken a business uh, discussion, but I don't think we have really tackled that one. How are we going to make sure we collect that money? So maybe next week, who knows? Nathan can bring up someone who can answer that question. Have a good weekend, everyone, and take care. No COVID, please. <laughs>
with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.